I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into the nightmares. There it is! Caught! Touchdown! Raiders! You're listening to the Autumn Windbags, an audio attack from the Silver and Black. Here are your windbags, R.J. Clifford and Juan Soto. Yeah, it is another episode of the Autumn Windbags. R.J. Clifford, Juan Soto, let's have some fun today. The Raiders, primetime Monday night football. A lot of green, a lot of gold, a lot of cheese in those stands. But it was technically a home game, and we will take the W. Raiders defense shows up, shows off. Max Crosby just ripping fools apart. Raiders beat the Packers 17-13 after getting not one, not two, but Trey interceptions, tripling our season total, Soto. You know, if you would have asked me what are some ways we could win, Mm -hmm. and you gave me like five choices, like getting three interceptions, one in the end zone would definitely be probably my last choice. Uh, And one of them was really good. So Robert Spillane... White dude linebacker getting two picks for us. You don't see that very often. One of them was just gift wrapped. I couldn't believe Jordan Love threw that ball right into his lap. Uh, the other one was Marcus Peters actually made a really, really good play on the ball. Popped yeah. it up. Spillane got it. And then Amik with, he was beat on the play. Luckily, the receiver was like getting towards the back of the end zone. So he had to slow down. If the If they were like, seven yards further away from the end zone, it would have been a touchdown. And we'd be talking about how we lost this game and how terrible it was. Luckily, he ran out of real estate. Amit caught up, fought the dude who had like seven inches on him, got the ball great. Whoa, whoa. How do you know he had seven inches on him? He was unzipped. Oh. Yeah. That's the big J journalism that I'm into. Um, yeah. Defense showing up. It, you know, it's, I want to be optimistic about the defense, and I think they played a lot better than the optics made it seem. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Dylan didn't have four yards to carry; he was like three point eight or something like that. So he, he didn't light the world on fire either, and he's a quality back. Twenty carries, um, seventy six yards, one touchdown, three point eight average. Yeah, so it wasn't like he was you know going off or anything like that. Um, but last week we played a team that was down. It's you know. A lot of people uh, this week, you know, how good are the Packers offensively? I mean, they've made some comeback. They made one comeback. I think it was one of their wins. Another win was like Jordan just, Love did look like ass. He like, Jordan Love looked sweaty, he looked, uh, very ass. He did not look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're 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 towing the line, RJ. Mm-hmm. You're towing the line on that. That's what I do. I know where the edge is. I just I like to dance on it. If you keep going, I'm gonna have to hit you. Just it's like it. uh, it's like when you just like just like playing just the tip with your girl. It's like I know where the edge is. Right. Not technically it. Uh, Junior the Barb, Ji the Barb. Thank you so much for the super chat. Deep defense keeps improving. Offense dot dot dot. Uh, we can fill in the blanks there. Um, but this is uh, we'll we'll stick with the defense for now just because it was a real good showing by them. Um. Jordan Love, 16 of 30, 182 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. You mentioned A.J. Dillon. You know, a a fine performance, 20 for 76 and a touchdown. Nothing, you know, it's 
a standard operating procedure game for a running back, for a featured running back, right? Um, but other than that, man, um, the pressure was on Jordan Love the whole time. Max Crosby was going ape. Max is so fun because you look at his like stats, and it's rare that they're crazy. Only five total tackles, uh, four solo, yeah, four for losses, four <laughs> tackles for a loss. Uh, quarterback hit. One. Look, guys, listen to me. Tackle for loss is the same as a sack. Mm-hmm. Same shit. It's the same, same thing. thing uh, he was absolutely fantastic. Um, did you see at the end when um, Rich Passaccia found him? Did you see this at the end? Nah. Rich Passaccia's like, come with me. Come. Give me a hug. Embrace me. <laughs> I tweeted out, same, Rich. Same. That's exactly how I felt. Everyone <laughs> wants Everyone wants a Max Crosby on their team. We got one. We got the real McCoy. We got the only one. Um, also defensively, it was weird because there was still like, I think I think this is going to Patrick Graham. Like there was, other than obviously Max Crosby, no Nate Hobbs, the second best player on our defense. He was injured, not playing. Um, Tyler Hall missed a lot of a lot of the game too. There's a, there's a lot, a lot missed. Um, not a lot of like, I think all this improvement needs to go credit to Patrick Graham. Because I'm not seeing, like, again, other than Max, it's not like he's doing a lot, man. He's 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 been much better. Yeah, it's not like there's been crazy individual efforts where it's like, wow, Trevon Merrick has just really stepped up or or whoever, right? It's not some guys. Those guys are making plays, but it's mostly like I think it's more schematic. It's more scheme from PG than anything. Yeah, I think moving uh, moving PG up to the booth, like I said, give him a, a different perspective on things. Give him a, a you know he he likes to have that information. He's he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And you give him up there and you get him, you know, he's be able to call a better, a better game. Um, he was able to, um, he kind of like okie doke the, the, the shell coverage. He shell mm-hmm. coverage. And then the very next play, he showed the shell coverage, but they, the, the they, they clamped down and yeah. uh, they got the stop. So he's, he's able to have, a, I think a better feel from, from up top. Mm-hmm. Which is good for us. Ever since he's moved up there, we had two very good performances. Um, I think it's because yeah. he's able to chew his sunflower seeds. You see him up there, yeah, nervously, just like he had that nice lineup though. He knew he was going to be on camera. Yeah, I, 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 I trust, nice a, I, I trust a Spitz dude. I trust a guy who's who loves his sunflower seeds. I can, I can automatic, I can tell you right away, like that's someone. If I, if I'm, my car's broken down on the end of a dark highway, I want a guy who spits sunflower seeds coming up on me when a, when a guy's spitting sunflower seeds during the game mm-hmm. but he's like stoic you yeah. know that his insides are going absolutely nuts <laughs> it's just like a, like it's kind of how like uh pete carroll chews gum it's just kind of just like vigorous oh. um josh mcdaniels uh let's go over to the uh josh mcdaniels brain fart meter he had two really big moments really bad moments no timeout to stop the clock on the Packers' last possession of the Boy, first half. That, that cost us 55 seconds. That was so stupid. That was absolutely idiotic, and it cost us points. I, I, I don't understand that. Like, There are arguments where it's like, oh, he should have ran there or should have passed there. Oh, he should have been this or should have done that. There's like, okay, I'm 82% sure you made the wrong move, but like, I can see where your thought press was, Josh, on why you didn't do that. You're wrong, but at least I can, you know, you're explaining why you were wrong, and I can see where your mind was. No excuse not to be calling a timeout there. There was that doesn't make sense. Dumb doesn't as you make can be. Sense. Absolutely stupid. 
And then what did you think of uh, attempting the field goal to ice uh, on fourth and one instead of going for it at the end of the game? I don't have a problem with it. You have a you have one of the best kickers in the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I'm all right with it. I mean, enough. Yeah. either way, I don't have a problem with it. Going for it or, or kicking the field goal, I'm okay with it. You you don't uh, you don't anticipate Carlson, you know, geeking one off the off the uh, off the uh, pole. So he, he's automatic under 55. Generally, he's yeah. generally automatic under 55. I hated it. Um, they have to score a touchdown either way, right? You're up by four, so. Either way, they have to score a touchdown. So all you're doing is saying, like, all right, we're just putting the back our back pocket that it could be a tie, right? That's all you're doing when you can on fourth. I think that's how little faith he had in the O line was even on fourth and one to ice the game in your opponent's territory. Jordan Love is playing like hot, sweaty garbage. You're like, no, 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 no. I gotta make sure we have a yeah. touch. You go for it there. You absolutely go for it there. Um, speaking of the battle, I mean, of Carlson, in, 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 uh, in, in like the realm of bad decisions he's, he made in that game, that was probably like the fifth worst one. Not even, not even like top 20 of the season. <laughs> I mean, in the game, it was probably on. the fifth list. It was just, uh. speaking of Daniel Carlson in the, in the battle of the Carlson brothers, uh, Anders gets the points. Daniel gets the W. Um, that's the first time Daniel Carlson's missed two field goals in a game since he was with the Vikings. Never did it as a radar, ra- radar, radar. And technically, one of them was blocked, so it's still a miss, but it was blocked. Well, that's 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 kind of leading into what I saw with the offense. Mm-hmm. Is I'm going to take a step back, and I'm not saying that some of the decisions aren't questionable, mm-hmm. and some of the uh, strategy shouldn't be scrutinized, but. I don't know that we're really seeing what our offense can do because our offensive line is terrible. You know how last season they got progressively better and then this season they're getting exponentially worse. They're going the opposite direction. I mean, pass blocking wise, they're getting worse. Run blocking wise, they're actually getting a little bit better. But it's it's like everybody take a turn getting beat clean Mm -hmm. on a play. You know, Mm -hmm. every single guy on there uh it's rory and i were kind of going back and forth on this you know in a text chain during the game uh he's like oh they're not this bad because the x and y and z and i said well if you take a look at the fact that we were probably like the fourth least team to see loaded boxes last year Mm -hmm. and josh jacobs had more yards after contact last year than he had total the year before it's like, how good were they? They're just seeing more loaded boxes this year. Uh, Jimmy G can't beat, you know, like I said before, before the last game, they're just crowding the middle and they're making him throw the ball deep uh, out to the outside, outside the numbers. Yeah. And until he can show that he can do that consistently, they're going to continue to do that. And they're not letting him, you know, spread out the ball. And that's, that is Josh McDaniel's issue, not being able to unlock the middle of the field. So, uh, it's a couple things going into play, but yeah, as far as the offensive line goes, I think we're just seeing that the offensive line really wasn't that good. Uh, you can tell Josh Jones doesn't trust the old line with all those jet sweeps on fourth and one. It's like, like I don't don't trust you guys. Don't trust you guys at all. 
Uh, super chats coming in. Appreciate you guys very much. This one by Ty Davis. Bottom line, everyone talking about the defense sucks. Well, if it wasn't for the defense tonight, we'd have lost. Look, the defense is still, we'll see what the numbers are and the stats are after this game. But coming into this game, it was still bad. Only one turnover, uh, terrible red zone defense. Um, we were like, our best stat was we were 18th in, in yards allowed which is still below average, right? Everything else was off of blow and sacks, et cetera. This will bump things up a little bit. But it, the defense isn't good, but it is overachieving. It's like the least paid defense, and that's with Chandler Jones sucking up a bunch of money in dead cap space. Um, it's basically it's basically max. And then whenever Hobbs is health, healthy, he helps. But uh, the defense is bad, but it is improving, and it is overachieving. Um. This stretch is going to be pretty important to, for us because we're not only are we playing some teams other than the Lions, of course, mm-hmm. but we're playing some teams that don't have very good offenses. Um, it can help us gain, get a little bit of momentum, a little bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Again, we can play a, play a team with a very important piece of their offense not playing. Um, Jordan Love is just not good. <laughs> He's just not very good. Um, it's 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 really tough, man. It's really it's really tough. I, I think we tackled a lot better. Um, AJ Dillon is tough to get down. He's huge. He's six foot two, almost two fifty, and he's fast. Um, so getting him down is no easy feat, but I think we were able to make a lot of good plays in the open field. Um, not many wide open people. I mean, Marcus Epps had that brain fart where he bit, uh, on the crossing route and just 77 yard pass play longest of the Packers season. Just let just, yeah, just let Watson just go right, right by him. And, um, I'm still, I'm still, I, I need more information. I need more info. We have some info. I need more info. Uh, we had, we've had some good, I mean, we had a good showing defensively against Denver, but Denver's hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really hard to tell against the Bills because the Bills, they put up points against everybody. Uh, so let's, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off right now. I'm not going to say yes or no yet. JR the Bob, thank you once again. Mark Davis seemingly calling someone a hole during the game. I saw that. Shakes his head. Looks like he's saying effing a hole. Right? Is that what it looks like to you? Yeah. What an a hole. What an effing a hole. Let me see one more time. One more time. No, it's what an a hole. What an a hole? Yeah. I wonder who that who are you was talking to? about. Josh McDaniels. Who knows? He's probably thinking of the guy that got his. Uh, How operated on is that chick next to him? Uh, so I did some research. I found her, Hayden Hopkins. Wow, dancer. He's got his type. He's got a type. Mark Davis only dates he dancers. Definitely has a type. I'm into that. She is smoking hot Hayden Hopkins she's been around for like a year she's been around a while one of our one of our listeners 
put in the comment section. Yeah, she's been around a long. She's been around like since last year. I gotta do some more research, but dude, dancer build, but with tits. You never see that. Look at those things. Look at that chassis. Look at those moves. Oh, woo! I like a little more in the lower body. She looks a little bit 12, twelve year old boyish down there. You're right. You wouldn't. You wouldn't even fuck her. Where jar? You wouldn't even. Yeah, she's you're better than that, Soto. Don't even touch her. You wouldn't even like it. I mean, she's she's pretty and she's got a little rack Shut on her. Shut up! Jesus Christ, Soto. Uh, she's just okay, whatever. Stop. Please no, stop. No, I'm telling you, I like him a Please. little thicker on the bottom, dude. I just I'm just Please saying. Please stop. Look at that. Look, look, look at that. Look at the butt in those jeans. There, that that is a long, that's called long back butt. That's called you would eat a mile of her shit just to see. No, that's down. not true. You Where absolutely you would. That is you not true. Would. Okay, well, I guess you know better than what I like. Stop it. Oh no, not good enough. Uh, Bro, right. I, I'm not into that whole '90s chick hot like the Baywatch chick that's like got no legs and no ass, just freaking boltons and a pretty face. Like I'm not into that. Yeah, you you definitely want to hook up with her if you give the opportunity. I need something to grab onto while we slow dance. Boom. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Ty Davis. Wow. Okay, Mister Davis. I mean, for 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 Al Davis, that that's a freaking dub because because that, that's his that's his deal. That's what he likes. He likes his dancers. He likes his dancers. Good for him. That's why he wanted to move to Vegas. I dated a dancer once, and she had dumps. So I don't know about that. Uh, what else? The let's get to Jimmy G. Um, he is throwing behind guys way too consistently. That's how Devontae Adams hurt his shoulder. He's throwing behind him on an over route. Like these crossing routes, he's always throwing behind. That's how that's what the interception was. Yep. He's throwing behind him. And that's the other part of having a weak arm where the most obvious one is he doesn't have a deep ball, which sucks. Balls float, but the the part that's killing us the most is he's throwing behind guys because he just doesn't have a rocket to get there. It's just like, it's just floating and guys are going faster than the ball. That's how the he threw problem, that pick. The problem is when everyone is crowded around the middle of the field, you really can't lead a guy with anticipation as much as you want to mm -hmm. because there's another guy there. Yeah. Uh, on that throw where they got intercepted, if he would have looked a little bit further, he had Devontae Adams. There was a safety over the top. But he had some room in the sideline to the sideline, and if you throw it anywhere close, you know, De you know, Devonte Adams is going to catch it and get his feet down. Yeah. But um, there is a marked difference between the arm strength of Jimmy G and Farva. Huge difference in 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 arm strength. And the one time that Jimmy G just said, "Okay, I'm going to do X. I'm going to do X. I'm going to as soon as my back leg hits." The, the ball's coming out. He threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. So, yeah, D-Rock 88, he put up what he said. D-Rock 88, what the hell? Yeah, anticipating routes, it's, it's really difficult to do that when everything is crowded. You can't really lead a guy that much because there's going to be another guy there to make the play. So you have very small windows. You have, have you have to have a really strong arm to get the ball in between those small windows. So basically, what's happening just 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 to give everyone a uh, another frame of reference, he's basically throwing passes in the red zone every single play because that's how he's being played. Mm. Everything's so just comp compacted with twenty yards in, and uh, he's he's unless you stretch the ball further, 
these guys are going to stay there. And it's, it's, it's more difficult to, to complete passes um, with, when the defense is like that. Jimmy G, 22 of 31, 208 yards, one touchdown, one pick, sacked three times. On paper, not a terrible game, um, but he was not very good. And the offense in general, outside of two drives, there was that super long drive in the second quarter, the super long touchdown drive in the third quarter. Other than that, offense wasn't great. It really wasn't a great offensive performance, despite the fact we got three turnovers. Still, we're I think I think we're still the only team in football to not score 20 points. And we had a plus two turnover margin. Three takeaways, one game. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do anything with the turnovers. I think I think we got like like four yards or something like that after after like our turnovers. Raiders drives six plays, punt, five plays, punt. Uh that 14 play, eight and a half, eight and a half minute drive. That was the touchdown. Uh, and then we got the interception, right? Spillane's first interception. Got negative one yards. Kicked the field goal. Uh, next drive, eight plays, 41 yards. Missed field goal. Uh, first drive of the of the first half, interception. Three and out. The 10-play touchdown. So they orchestrated two really good long drives, and everything else was punt, missed field goal, end of game, three and out. It was just it was basically two drives. That was the whole offense. Yeah. So it's I find it very difficult like piecing together the last couple of games worth of of, of coverage basically what I've been looking at. Mm-hmm. It, it I find it really hard to come down super hard on my charge as far as play calling. There's a couple of things that I've like, you know, kicking the field goal instead of going for it, you know, throwing a pass on first and goal instead of running the ball with two and a half minutes left, like things like that. But his play calling is, is, isn't that bad. The problem is he's, he's getting terrible production from his offensive line. Yeah. And it's really hard to make a decision on the play calling itself when you're having to work around an offensive line that's playing this poorly. So is it both? It very well could be. It could be bad, bad play calling and bad offensive line play. It could be both. But for sure, it's very bad offensive line play. So um, let's see. I, I think Thayer Mumford winning. I think he got beat once. Uh, Rashawn Gray got, got him one time. But other than that, I think he played pretty well. Um, spelling... Um, I don't know what happened to Illuminor. Did he? How did he get hurt? Did you, did you see what happened to him? I didn't. I have no idea. Yeah. So, um, let's let's hope that things start trending up. Um, normally, you see offenses get better because look in the NFL, like like we we had talked about this. If one guy makes a play on defense, it can like save the play, right? Yeah. It just takes one guy to screw up on offense, and the play is ruined. So. Normally, this is when you start seeing teams' offenses starting to click and get better. Uh, it just so happens that it's our defense that's clicking and getting better. So hopefully that continues. And um, we definitely have the players on offense to continue and to maybe uptick towards the end of the season. We don't know yet, but um, it's going to take our offensive line to play much better than they did uh, tonight for us to get better offensively. Well, Josh McDaniels was starting to do what we've been talking about. Um, 
doing more screens, things like that. Like if your O-line's getting beat, that's how you protect them, right? Screens, draws, doesn't do direction, draws, motion. Like, look, yeah, exactly. Where's like, the play action? Like the like there's no play not, action. Play game. not gonna work. The play, the play action doesn't work when the run doesn't work. That's 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 the issue. That is statistically not true. Like they've done all this data on there on like success rates of play action plays when the run game is established versus when it isn't. I understand the theory. Like it, it makes, I was shocked when I saw the stat, but it, I mean, all you're doing is buying yourself one second, right? You're just, you're just freezing the linebackers and safeties for a second. You're, you're also just, asking oh, your yeah. offensive line to block for an extra second. Cause if they well, don't buy it, if they don't buy it, like I don't buy that you're running the ball. I'm not just going to go right to the quarterback because I but, know but the it, guy next to me or the linebacker is going to get the guy. But it's a second. It's a second that you're going to be waiting for your wide receivers to develop their routes anyway, right? It's not like you're adding a second on the back end. It's just that one second where you're just sitting there, you're doing a play action. Well, you know what again, I'm saying like if 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 the line doesn't buy it, you know, it's. I think it really depends on the team and how they're doing. To give you a little bit more information on on the success rate of a play action pass, but. I wouldn't bite on play action against against us. Uh, we haven't shown to be, a, and it's not like it's one guy that's getting through every single time. It's just, you know, the entire line, like big chunks of the line, aren't aren't blocking properly. So Josh Jacobs is like fighting for his life every time he gets the ball. The few times he did get out, it was like, oh wow, amazing, amazing what he can do when he actually has a little space. It was actually his best game of the season: twenty carries, sixty nine yards. He got that touchdown, first touchdown of the season. Took till week five. For the defending rushing champion to get in the end zone. Um, 3.5 yards of carry, not good, but still by far his best game yet. But still, he has his real skills are out of the backfield. Five catches for 20 yards, cut all his targets. Josh Jacobs is doing blocking, he's doing everything other than getting good yards per carry. Yeah, he's he's doing a lot of stuff. He's been, like that block, uh, on that sweep, uh. On the on the screen, excuse me, the wide receiver screen that was amazing. Or no, what? Yeah, that was uh, that was that that play. Um, I mean, look, he had the wherewithal to not on that trick play throw the ball back to Jimmy G. Right, take the sack. Yeah, if it was ironically, if it was Jimmy G, he would have just thrown it. it Would have been picked. And Josh Jacobs has the (laughs) Josh Jacobs has the better better wherewithal than Jimmy G to not throw the pick. So. Well, like like what I was saying with with Josh Daniels last week, he seems to be a week behind. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, he's not using a lot of motion. I mean, he's got to use more motion. Uh, that's what we got to do to, to get uh, to to make make this offense better. The next week, he starts using motion. So, okay, mm-hmm. he's got to. What did I say this week? He's got to use sweeps. He's got to use misdirection. He's got to use screens. He's got to use that type of stuff on a blitzing team. And he did it. And I was like, we have to like you. Try to get the tight end the ball a little bit. This now he tried to do that a little bit more. So it's like he's slowly starting to incorporate these things. The thing is, he has to do is he has to incorporate everything he's been doing the entire season. Mm-hmm. He can't just fall in love with doing certain things, uh, which I think is what he does. He gets a game plan that's very heavy on certain things. So if he can piece together these these different things, I think maybe we can see an uptick in the offense. But again, it's going to be really difficult to judge anyone on the offense because of how bad the offensive line is playing. They are playing really, really bad. And uh, it's just not one person. Everyone's getting beat. Yeah. But even when Jimmy G does have time, you're seeing a lot of bad decisions too. So it's like, 
No one's helping him, but he's not helping himself either. Uh, back to the defense. It's weird because the defense, like, look, the only number that matters is 13. That's how many points they allowed the Packers. Like, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, terrible offense, but still, we'll take less than two touchdowns in an NFL game any day of the week, right? But it's still like, they still don't look good. <laughs> like, the Packers run game, 30th in the league, right? We were 32nd. We were last, right? 30th in the league, 74.5 yards per carry. They passed that in 35 minutes. Like, they were able to run up. When they wanted to just run up the middle, they were really successful because we don't have defensive tackles. You can't tell me we have defensive tackles. Um, just, I don't know. The missed tackles, like we mentioned, the, the the blown assignments that we talked about, other than Max Crosby, there were far more face palms of, like, darn, our defense blew it than, wow, the defense looked amazing. It was just, like, more of... More of the bad than the good, despite the fact we held him to 13 and got three interceptions. Well, I don't I don't know that you want a lot of these guys to try to look amazing. Mm-hmm. Just make the play. Make the plays that are there. And I think we're starting to do that. I think Epps had that little brain fart again where he tried to do something a little bit more than what he should have, and we got burnt deep. But other than that, I think everyone was pretty on point with their assignments. Um we saw, uh, I think, a, a, a more pressures, I think. I mean, he, I, at least what I would have called more pressures uh, by Tyree Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. He was uh, in on a pressure when Love threw one of the picks. Uh, he got a holding penalty against him when the tight end tried to grab him because he had he was they were trying to block. Dude, Tyree Wilson's super strong. You're not going to block him with a tight end. He's just going to run right over the guy. Uh, so... It's. I wouldn't say necessarily they looked bad. I think that um, they were just making the plays that were there, and no one was trying to flash. No one was trying to do anything extra, except for Max Crosby, which is the guy who you want to, you know, try to do extra. Uh, Ty Davis, once again, thank you, buddy. Love that bling, by the way. That Raider Nation, That's sick, pretty sweet. Uh, Mick D reminds me of Henry Winkler in Waterboy. I'm starting to think his playbook was stolen. Is Wait, that he passes? No, he doesn't pass. He thinks about passing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if McD's Henry Winkler, then I guess that makes uh Max Crosby Adam Sandler, right? He plays like Adam Sandler from Waterboy, he does kind of, he really does just all effort and just like think. What, what did what does Adam Sandler think of that? He thinks of like his mom that pisses him off, yeah. Is that what, is that what, I wonder what, I wonder you're playing the foosball behind my back. They say that, uh, oh, why, why do alligators, oh, why are alligators so honoring? Because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's their enlarged medulla oblongata. What's wrong with this medulla oblongata? Oh <laughs> um, well, we talked all last week in, in the pregame show how important this game was momentum wise because the, Defense or the uh, schedule gets really soft after this one. New England Patriots, Chicago Bears, who are scoring a lot of points, but still only one and four. Bro, uh, they scored a lot of points against the freaking Commanders. Ah, oh, I course. caught myself. Yeah, well done. I guess the Commanders. Everyone scores a lot of points. The freaking Denver scored thirty-three points against the Commanders. Um, and then we've got a really good Lions team in the middle of that, and then the two New York teams, Giants and Jets. Those are four of the those are four of the worst teams in football, right there. 
So I was in Chicago flipping through like ESPN had like the worst teams in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think like four of the top six were the ones we're going to play. Other than the Panthers, who are like the Giants. Yeah, we're not playing the Panthers. I'm playing the the Giants, Panthers, uh, Broncos, Bears, Pats, Pats, Broncos. Yeah, we play like every single one of them in the top. The, 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 the back half of the 10. and some atrocious offenses. So like when we're looking at like, oh wow, our offense is really you know our defense is really showing up. It's like they're gonna look like all. There's a chance that they look like all stars in this five game stretch coming up. That's what I'm saying, man. Sometimes you like like a slump buster. Like you still look look you still look like the same guy. Mm-hmm. You're still the same person, but you get a little bit more confidence when you get that you know release on. You're able to walk into the bar and be like, hey, what's up? Whose turn is it tonight? Uh, this offense can can get flowing. We can do some damage in the middle of the season. It's just I don't know what the offense is getting worse. That's the problem. The offense Dude, isn't. It's, it's not like oh they're gelling or Jimmy G's you know learning because he was he was hurt and didn't have a training camp. It's like they're not getting better. They're not pass blocking the way they were the first few weeks of the season. They're getting mm-hmm. they're just getting worse pass blocking and run blocking, and it's it's really hard. Look, Jimmy G has made a lot of mistakes. I'm not saying he hasn't. But it's really hard to be able to judge how the offense could look if, like, Jimmy G did get time and he was still getting picked off with time. Well, that's because he has nowhere to throw the ball. Because everyone is crowding around where he's supposed to throw because we don't have a run game. it's, It's kind of like one feeds into the other. And we need to figure something out because these guys just aren't getting it done. And it was everybody. James freaking whiffed on a block. Like he didn't even touch the tack or the linebacker. He didn't even touch him. Yeah. That was Quay Walker before he got hurt. Um, Illuminor got beat a couple times. Van Roten was getting just abused in the run in run game. Parm looked bad. Miller got beat a couple times. It's like, come on, guys. Like it's everybody. It's not just one person. Uh, and there's also more and more film as the season goes on. And when you're Josh McDaniels and you're just not creative, it's getting easier and easier to game plan because you're like oh this is what they do this is what they don't do double team Devonte adams oh he's not gonna he's he underthrows every single one this o-line isn't isn't run blocking at all like the tape is getting out there this was the most creative play calling out of josh mcdaniels all season and still it was only a 13 point game even though we got the three takeaways yeah i'm telling you man it's it's i don't want to keep like you know, like stepping over the same ground over and over again but it's it's really hard, and and again, he has some measure of blame. Joshua Daniels does, yeah, because this is his team and he's coaching them. But damn, is that freaking offensive line really bad? They're really bad. So, um, just like last week with with the Farva, when we were able to give him time to throw, he was able to move the ball. And it's just. We we're not even getting half. stale. We're not even getting stalemates. We're getting blown off the ball every single time on offense and defensively too. I, I mean, I, let me take that back. Jenkins has been a, a Jenkins over Tillery for sure. Mm-hmm. Billings showed up. Butler showed up. So we're seeing some life. Uh, the defensive performance was good. Divine Diablo ten tackles, six solo, a tackle for loss. Uh, Spillane. Had a game. Nine tackles, two solo, the two interceptions as well. Um, there's there's some like 
there's some like meat and potato performance. Again, all this is all outside of Max Crosby, right? But there's there's like meat and potatoes performances individually where they're not like flashing crazy. It's just again, I I really believe like I've, I've started to come around Patrick Graham. Like last season, we were so bad. Like we were like bottom five in almost every single category. I'm like Graham doesn't get it. Like we have no identity. No, Graham, Graham's starting, good, start, Graham's, starting Graham's to come around. Good, this Graham's this good, season is starting to come around a little bit. He's a good coach, dude. I, and I, I I was I wasn't I, I tried not to come down too hard on him last season. Um, and I I actually read a lot of stuff where people were very impressed by him in the senior bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, all right, well, let's see how this works out. And I and I mean, look, if not for Epps blowing that play against the Steelers, I think we win that game. So there's that. There's Epps trying to blow the game against uh against uh the the um uh, the Packers tonight. Mm-hmm. But we want meat and potatoes. Like there's there's a certain thing as 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 too many truffles, you know, you can have too many truffles on your plate. Like that's that's like that's a lot. Uh you you have Max making the flashy plays. You have other guys maybe popping here and there, but if you just sit there and make the plays that are there, that's what happened. That first Spillane interception, that's all design. Yeah. That's that's knowing what's coming. That's okay. If if you see this and this, make sure because if you if you notice Spillane went the wrong way at the snap and then he corrected and the ball was thrown right at him. So that's coaching. That's Patrick Graham. That's his scheme. That's his system. That's his intelligence. That's his. Um, I mean, he was just—he was just sitting in the hook and curl, and Jordan Love just gift wrapped one. Like it was, but that's that's the defense that was called, mm-hmm. and he was positioned there. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, he just—he was supposed to do something else, and he noticed something and just ran to the spot. So, uh, putting your guys in position to make plays—that's what a defensive coordinator is supposed to do, and mm-hmm. he did that. Uh, anything else? Um, anything stick out uh, to you? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm really very just concerned about the offensive line. Yeah. I just, I just don't think that, um, despite you want to and talk our about tight ends weapons? can't block. So it's not like you can help with the tight end. Golly. Uh, mayor showed a lot more athleticism than I think even we gave him credit for. Yeah. Um, so getting him the ball in future games, I think, should be a priority. The first catch was all play design. He was no one was with near him for the first ten yards. Like that was all play design, and he and he ran it. The second catch was pretty nice. And I, and I watched him play against SC a couple times, three times. And that's just who he is. He's that yeah. guy. Um, if if he would have beaten the linebacker. On that 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 throw that Jimmy G just you know I don't know what the hell he was thinking mm-hmm. um, to Mayer, he, Mayer would have beat the linebacker, and he would have gone for at least twenty more yards if he had uh, if uh, Jimmy G had hit him in stride. Uh, it's just um, I'm, I'm I'm starting to I, I want to have I want to have some kind of optimism moving forward that our offense can get better, and I I want to start like. Like like a sculptor, I, I don't want to like just take stuff away to to reveal what's underneath. I want to see what's underneath and just wipe everything else away, right? 
So mm -hmm. it's hard when the offensive line isn't giving the plays a chance. Um, so that's something that I think it's very difficult. And it's almost impossible to game plan around a bad offensive line. So we got to figure something out. Well, that's what Josh Jones has to do because it's his yeah. offensive line. He chose yeah, to barely sure. change it, right? Yeah. And we've seen and and we've seen offenses work around battle lines. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl with a battle line, right? Like it's possible. Yeah, we right? don't have we don't have Joe Burrow, dude. We don't it's have different. Joe Burrow, but we've got the we've got the we've got the uh, the skill players. We have, we have we have better skill players than every well, no, team in the NFL I, minus like four. Thanks, right? thanks, thanks for bringing that up because I was going to bring that point. We saw Jimmy G be successful with i think a very comparable set excuse me of weapons mm -hmm. than what they have than what we have the offensive line was the big big difference um mm -hmm. uh, so i think if we protect them a little bit more you are going to be able to see a little bit uh, especially with with the, the the more creative play calling i think that we've been seeing hopefully that does help but we need to get better play from the offensive line i would say the bigger difference was shanahan but i get your point I well, I mean, dude, the offensive line, they have one of the best offensive lines in the league every single season. So it's a lot easier to call plays when your offensive line is that good. All right. Well, I'll leave you with this this disgusting chick that's not hot enough for you, Soto. Mark Davis's new girl. That, uh, that I love how he puts words in my mouth. I never said that. You hate she's her. A, she's a very uh, attractive young lady. <laughs> she's a handsome woman. She's operated <laughs> to hell, but just uh I, but not, I, not good enough for you well it's, i'm not saying it's not good enough for me i that's wouldn't what i, I heard. wouldn't I would, I yeah, of course that's what you heard but i'm, I'm saying uh, it's just I'm, I, I, I'm attracted to women that have a little bit more uh you know a little bit more in the in, uh, uh below the the equator you know what i'm saying not good enough for you i get it uh so it'll be it's a short week for us so it'll be we'll be recording in two days we'll keep an eye out on everything um we'll crank out some extra stuff as well uh a lot of good traction lately obviously it's you know with the season it helps but we've also committed to making sure we get a video out you know five six a week and we've been doing that pretty well we've making sure we always do a pre-game show live obviously all the post-game shows live and you guys have rewarded us with um a lot of views a lot of super chats and a lot of love we appreciate that yeah, very, very much. Yeah, wowza you know you're right you're right not good enough for you soto totally understand get it you're sure. a man of principle until then not gonna what if you're with me